Hello and welcome to Church on the Go, an online experience created to give our church family some time off and for you to enjoy time with your family this weekend. Before we enjoy a brief message from Pastor Kyle, let's take a look at our first sermon series of the new year. A coach once said, you play to win the game. And in life, that can't be more true. See, we're not here to go through life aimlessly or without purpose. God has something great in store for our lives. While amateurs get caught up in comparing, winners are made through focus, habit, and discipline. Because no two wins look the same. And with God, wins don't only come to the most fit, prepared, or qualified. Because we were all put here to win. All of us. There is no backup plan. There is no plan B. There is one way. Now, I'm not saying that you will never experience a loss or take an L from time to time as God is the only one who is truly undefeated, never lost. Every day is an opportunity to add to the wind's column, a chance to do a little better than yesterday, a chance to do things you didn't think were possible. And through each small victory, you are reminding yourself that it was in there all along. So don't just play the game, win it. We hope you'll join us on Sunday, January 6th at either 8.30 a.m., 10 a.m. or 11.30 a.m. for our sermon series, Winning. We'll take a look at what it means to win in the areas that matter most. For those watching that are a part of our church family, we want to give you an opportunity to give financially through tithe and offering. We're so grateful for your faithfulness to God and to the vision of Adventure Church. 2018 was a year like no other. We saw lives changed, families restored, and hope reawakened in the hearts of hundreds and hundreds of people. But because of your consistent support, we believe that the best is yet to come. Today, you can give online by simply heading to adventure.church give. Let's pray. Father God, we are so thankful that we get to hear a wonderful message from Pastor Kyle. God, I pray that it would touch the hearts of those who are tuning in with us right now. God, thank you, thank you, thank you for those who partner with our ministry to help the gospel go across the world. We are so thankful for them, God. Continue to bless the gift and the giver as we hear. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. Well, welcome to Church on the Go. We're so excited that you've taken some time to join us today, and I just hope that you've had an awesome Christmas and are just enjoying time with family and friends this holiday season. Also want to let you know that notes for today's uh, message will also be on the Adventure Church app. So if you happen to have two devices handy, you can follow along uh, there, take notes for yourself as well, and follow along with the scriptures, uh, or just come back to it at a different time and check in with it if that's meaningful to you today. But uh, I hope that you've, again, just had an awesome Christmas, and I don't know if your life has uh, anything like mine, the last few weeks have just been kind of crazy, right? When we think about Christmas and all the holidays, I mean, if we can just rewind back just a few moments and few weeks here, think about it, right? Like we had Thanksgiving, which, come on, who doesn't love Thanksgiving, right? We we overeat, we watch TV, and then we repeat the process, watch some football, right? Just an awesome day. It's one of my favorite holidays. So that was a great. And then you have like Black Friday immediately after Thanksgiving, well, actually like Thanksgiving night, you go into Black Friday and you're out there trying to get like the perfect gift. Or maybe you're like me and you just shop 
online uh, with your computer on your lap. But then you go from that, and then it's like, oh, now i got to get the, the Christmas lights set up. And, and that's been a, just a, a fun time for me this year. I always love putting my lights up, and it's just been challenging. We changed it up, and so it's run to Walmart, get more lights, do this, do that. And, and literally just over the last two weeks, I've kind of finished that. But you know i got to kind of be the best in the neighborhood, or at least attempt to be. You have Christmas lights, then you got more shopping, and then you've probably been traveling to see family and different events and parties and all these different things. And then now you've had Christmas Day, and, and you finally get through Christmas Day, and then it's like now we still have New Year's coming up here in just a couple days. And so it's just a very fun but also stressful, somewhat chaotic very fast-paced few weeks that we've been going through. And I don't know if it's, again, if you're anything like me or maybe you felt this way, but sometimes you can kind of get through all of that stuff and almost feel like you have like a holiday hangover. And today I want to talk to you for just a few minutes about kind of the causes of a holiday hangover, like what can cause us to just kind of be dragging and just really not maybe having the fulfillment that we thought we would have, uh, you know, following Christmas and the holidays and, and really what cures it. So the causes of the holiday hangover and also what cures it. So I thought it would be fun to kind of take a look at the very first Christmas experience with Mary and Joseph, kind of what they went through and how they navigated through some of these things. If we look at Luke chapter two, verses one through seven, again, this is giving the account of Jesus' birth. I want to read this to you here. It says, At that time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. All people returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go back to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there through the village of Nazareth and Galilee. He took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was now expecting child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her first son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth, laid him in the manger because there was no lodging available with them. Now, look, we love the Christmas story, and this sounds amazing. And it's like, wow, here's Jesus. They, he's born. He's in this, this whole scene. But when you really think about it, right? Like they're in their hometown and all of a sudden the government, Uncle Sam says, you need to go somewhere else to register for a census. Like we want to count all the people, right? So you have to travel back. This was a a distance of about 80 miles that they had to travel. She was great with child at this thing, right? They had donkeys, camels, you know, and, and feet. That was the way that they traveled. So this was not an easy trip. It was a challenging uh, trip. And I don't know about you, maybe you had a tra- challenging trip this Christmas, traveling maybe to the in-laws or somewhere else, right? But they had a challenging trip. She's in the later stage, stages of her pregnancy. Uh, they, they get there, right? She's not at her home. She starts going into labor, and then they can't even find a place to have the baby And she ends up having the baby essentially in a barn. I don't know about you, but that sounds like a stressful, chaotic, challenging, exhausting Christmas, right? 
And I want to talk to you a little bit about exhaustion. And maybe you feel like that coming out of the holidays. The first cause of the holiday hangover literally is just exhaustion. You're tired, you're worn out. I know even as a pastor, I can easily get worn out with all the events, all the parties I need to be at, all the different things, traveling to see family. We had five services that I had to speak at. And and after Christmas, I can literally just kind of get through all the stuff and just be like, oh, man, like I, I'm worn out. I'm tired. I didn't really even enjoy it because I'm so exhausted. And if we're not careful, Christmas can become more about all the parties and all the things that we have to do and places we have to be. And we miss the true meaning of it all. I think about Mary, right? And I know like when we had our own child, like the pain of labor that my wife went through, but as soon as that baby is in her arms, it's like, it's all worth it. And I think about that for Mary, like all the stuff that she had to go through to bring this baby into the world, the son of God. And when she held him for the first time, she probably felt the same way. It's all worth it. That his presence in the world was her greatest present. And if you didn't get a chance to enjoy the presence of Jesus this Christmas, and you've kind of fast forward through all of it, and here we are about to approach the new year, I would just challenge you in the midst of this exhaustion to get some time to just enjoy the presence of God through Jesus and through his Holy Spirit that now resides in each and every one of us. What an awesome privilege we have to be able to connect with our Heavenly Father through Jesus. If you're tired today, I want to encourage you with the words of Jesus in Matthew eleven twenty eight. He says that you can come to me, all of you who are weary, all of you who are exhausted and you're worn out and carry heavy burdens. And he says, and I will give you rest. You see, his presence brought with it that promise for us. That we can have peace, that we can have joy, that we can have rest in him. And so today, if you're tired and you're kind of fighting this holiday hangover, you're exhausted. The cause of the hangover is exhaustion. The cure is just spending time in the presence of God. Getting alone, getting away from the chaos, step away from the crowd, step away from the activities, and really enjoy the gift of Christmas. Soak in the sweet presence of God and the peace that he offered through his son Jesus. And so the first cause can be exhaustion. And the second thing that I think can be a cause of just kind of, again, this holiday hangover, this this disappointment, this, this tiredness, this weariness that we have. And I think the second thing would be unmet expectations. So we have exhaustion and then we have unmet expectations. I teach this a lot and something that I've just really think translates to a lot of different areas of our life, but they say frustration in life is kind of the gap between our experience here and our expectation. And so we expected this, but we experienced this. And that gap between the two is called frustration. And I was thinking about Mary, right? Can you imagine what she expected one, her wedding to be like, you know, here she is engaged and she's Uh, becomes pregnant with the Son of God through the Holy Spirit. Like I'm sure that just rocked her world. It rocked her family. It rocked her relationship with Joseph. And so first, she probably dreamed of her wedding day and what it would be like to have a baby. And then this is what happens. And so there was a huge difference, probably. Again, we don't know for sure, but we can just imagine a young teenage girl, what she was dreaming of from what she expected and what she experienced. 
And she could have easily allowed that gap to become a frustrating tension in her life. But thankfully, she managed it and worked through it. And I think we can do the same thing. And so maybe there was a difference this Christmas, this holiday season, between what you expected to happen, what you expected Christmas to be like, what you expected this month to be like, and what you've actually experienced this holiday season. And maybe it's left you feeling, again, just tired and, and unfulfilled and just wondering, man, like, what happened? Why did it end up this way? Let's look at what Mary did. If we go back one chapter to Luke chapter 1, you know, here's Mary again, probably having a gap between what she expected and what she experienced. Frustration is, is, is potentially setting in. And it says this, that this angel comes to her and says, hey, this is what's going to happen, explains to her that, the Holy Spirit, she's going to carry the Son of God, and, and this is all going to kind of play out this way. And in Luke chapter 1, verse 38, after hearing all of this, she says this. She says, I am the Lord's servant. May everything that you have said about me come true. Isn't that amazing to think about that? Here's Mary, this young woman, big dreams, big expectations. She knows what she's going to experience, isn't going to quite meet that expectations. But she says, I am the Lord's servant. Meaning is this, is that my life is no longer my own. My goal is not to fulfill my own desires and to to meet my own goals and to accomplish what I want to do. No, I am the Lord's servant. My goal now is to please my Lord and my King. And so she changed her perspective. She changed her expectations. She says, it's not about me or my plans anymore. It's about the Lord and his plans and his will for my life. And as long as I'm pleasing God, then I'll be pleased. Think about that. Her idea was this. As long as I'm pleasing him and fulfilling his will, then I will be pleased. Then my expectations will be met. In essence, I think Mary was saying, my happiness, my joy and fulfillment is now found in my obedience to God and I'll trust him with the outcome. One of my favorite scriptures is found in 1 Thessalonians 5. Verses 16 through 18. I love this. It says always. And again, I love that word always. It means in every circumstance, right? Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Verse 18, be thankful in all circumstances for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. For those of us who belong to Christ, we've changed our perspective. And again, maybe you've come into Christmas expecting certain things, maybe even certain gifts and maybe a certain bonus at work, and you expected things to go differently than they were. Today, I would challenge you with this. As the scriptures instruct us to do, and as Mary kind of had this, I just want to please God mentality, to maybe take that on for yourself, to say, God, listen, it's not about me anymore. I'm here to please you. And God, I'm not going to focus on what I didn't get or what I don't have. I'm going to focus on what I do have. And as we talked about just a minute ago, we have the presence of God. The gift of Christmas was Jesus, the Son of God, coming to this world. No matter what you face, no matter what you're going through, he says, I am with you, that I can bring fulfillment to you, that he is the one that we can find joy and fulfillment in. And so I would challenge you not to count your wants but to count your blessings. Don't don't focus on what you don't have. Focus on what you do have this Christmas, even if expectations weren't met. Maybe change your expectation. Maybe change your perspective. See, I think it's all about us being intentional about surrendering our will to God and 
serving Jesus. So we surrender and then we say, I'm here to serve. I surrender to you, God, and I'm here to serve you. And I want to encourage you to be intentional about that. It's not something that we do naturally, but it's something that God wants for us. It is his will for us. We always say here at Adventure Church, the greatest way to fill yourself up, to essentially find fulfillment, is to pour yourself out. The greatest way to be filled up is to then to pour yourself out. That's exactly what Mary did, right? She raised and served her son Jesus until his death and his resurrection. Her life wasn't her own anymore. She had a mission from God, and it was to help fulfill this mission, the bigger mission, the call of God in raising his son and knowing that he would ultimately give his life for us. And so Mary put her own desires aside. She changed her expectations. She changed her perspective. She said, it's not about me. It's about God and his will and surrendering to that and serving that. Proverbs 11.25 says this, the generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. Here we are now approaching the new year. Christmas is over. All that stuff is gone. And so now it's time to kind of refocus. And I think maybe, just maybe, one of the greatest New Year's resolutions you could have, or really just maybe have one this year, then it would be this. You know what, God? I want my life to please you, to serve you. And the best way that I can do that isn't to focus on myself, but to refresh others to pour myself out for others, to serve others even more. And God says this, that when you do that, he'll fill you up. When you do that, when you intentionally serve and give your life away and refresh others, he says, I will refresh you. Come on. I'll know about you, but I need the refreshing of God in my life. And he says, the way to get it is to give your life away and to surrender to me in my plan. And so as we approach this new year, I want to challenge you for this year, for 2019, to make it a priority to serve God, to make it a priority to give your life away. If you're a part of our Adventure Church family, join a team here. Get involved. Begin to use your gifts to serve others, to serve God. I promise you it'll be one of the most fulfilling things that you could ever do. If you're not a part of our family and you happen to watch this somewhere else, I would just say find a local church. Find a place, find a charity, find a nonprofit, find something that you can do to give your life away. And I believe it'll be a game changer for 2018, for 2019. And so as we just close out today, I just want to remind you even the words of Jesus, right? He says, it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. And so the greatest cure for this holiday hangover is to one, get away with God. Don't allow exhaustion to set in. Get away, find time to really enjoy the gift of Christmas, the presence of God in Jesus. And then Man, when we have unmet expectations that can cause us to really be disappointed and unfulfilled, let's change our expectations the same way Mary did. Let's say my life is not my own anymore. I'm going to surrender and serve the will of God for my life. And remember the words of Jesus. It is more blessed to give than to receive. And this year, commit to give your life away. And when you do that, your time, your talent, your treasure, all of those things that are so valuable to us, God's promise is to fulfill you and to bless your life. And you can't beat that. So as we close out today, wherever you're at, and no matter what you're going through, and maybe you found this on Facebook, or someone shared it on on social media, on some platform, or whatever it is, I believe that you're watching on purpose today, and God had you watching this. And we don't ever close out a message at Adventure Church, and I don't want to close out 
this time without giving you an opportunity to maybe respond to God, that if you've never really surrendered to him, if you've never said, here, I am your servant, Lord, and invited Christ to be the ruler of your life, I just want to give you an opportunity to do that today. And maybe even now you can sense the Holy Spirit speaking to you that, that this year it's time to make some changes. This year is the year to go all in. And the Bible says, because of sin, all of us were separated from God, but the God so loved you and he so loved me that he sent Jesus into this world. And it's really what Christmas is all about. And then Christmas led to Easter and Jesus lived his life and then he voluntarily gave his life for you and me and paid the price for our sin and was nailed to a cross and that cross built a bridge so that you and I could have a relationship with our heavenly father. And if you had the faith today to just take a step across that bridge to meet God, here's what I can tell you. He loves you. He'll receive you just as you are. He'll forgive you of all of your sins and give you the promise of a new life. And so I want to encourage you to do what the Bible says to do. It's just to have a simple prayer where you say, God, here I am. Forgive me. Forgive me of my sin. God, I surrender to you, to your plan for my life. And I believe that Jesus, you're the son of God, that you died for me so that I can live for you. And if you pray that with sincerity in your heart, the Bible says that God will be faithful to forgive you. So if you're doing that today, I want to encourage you just to go to adventure.church and Go to the next steps portion of our website. You can fill out a form there and just uh, follow along and look at some videos there. Just help you know what comes next. But we'd love to help you uh, wherever you're at and what comes next in your journey with the Lord. So again, thank you so much for tuning in to get today. I, I hope you had an amazing Christmas and I hope this will help you maybe get over the holiday hangover if you're in one. And then as you look on to 2019, I believe that the best is always yet to come when we're with God and pursuing him. And I believe that 2019 will be your best year yet. And so we look forward to seeing you here again next week. If you're in the Columbus area, come to Adventure Church. We have a family that you can belong to. And we're excited about what God has in store for 2019. Let me pray for you today. Father, we thank you again just for the opportunity, even through a screen, even through uh, social media or YouTube, that we can gather and and connect and and grow in your word. I pray that you would allow your word to settle deep into our hearts today. And Father, that we would, again, maybe change our perspective and our focus and shift it to you. Lord, that we would have hearts like Mary, that even though our expectations may not have been met, even though we may be tired, that God, we would say, here am I, your servant, surrendering to you, surrendering to your plan and your will, giving our lives away, knowing when we do that, that that is the path to fulfillment And that is the path to blessing. And so, Lord, we pray today that you give us the faith to follow you into all that you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you and thanks for watching today.